from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. Hello there, I'm Graham, VK4BB and this is the national news from the WIA for week commencing March 29, 2020. As the world below wrestles with this deadly pandemic, a message of hope and concern is being delivered from above, from an amateur radio satellite using automatic packet reporting system. The satellite is LAPAN-A2, and the text message it is sending on two metres says simply this, and I quote, Stay healthy, stay at home, hashtag LAWANCORONA, end quote. News of the message was posted on the website of Indonesia's amateur radio society, Arari. Hams throughout Indonesia, who have their APRS-equipped handhelds tuned to the frequency of 145.825, are receiving the message, a plea from Sony Dwi Hasano, a researcher at the Centre for Satellite Technology. He said it was being sent in support of government policies encouraging social distancing. Another satellite of interest is set to launch from New Zealand... Yes, the M2 Pathfinder satellite launch is imminent. M2 Pathfinder is a collaboration between the University of New South Wales, Canberra Space and the Australian Government. It'll test communication architecture and other technologies that will assist in informing the future space capabilities of Australia. The satellite will demonstrate the ability of an onboard software-based radio to operate and reconfigure while in orbit. And speaking of SDRs, Cole, VK3GTV, will have more on this type of radio when he joins the team during special interest group news in this bulletin. The M2 mission has been named Don't Stop Me Now, in recognition of the Rocket Lab board member and avid Queen fan Scott Smith, who recently passed away. Now, we might not be able to get to NZ these days, but a live stream of the launch will be available. This is Greg, VK2GPK, with this week's board comment. This week's board comment is about the WIA's contribution to Australian research into space communications in assisting Curtin University in Western Australia. Curtin University and the University of Western Australia have recently launched AROES, the Australian Remote Operations for Space and Earth Consortium, with the partnership including the universities, the State Government of Western Australia and industry partners Woodside, Fugro and Nova Systems. Curtin University's contribution to the program is the development of CubeSats, tiny size but fully functioning satellites that West Australian Scientist of the Year, Professor Phil Bland, describes as about the size of a small sandwich. Each CubeSat has all the systems required to operate, including the power, computing, steering and communications, making it efficient and lightweight, less than 2 kilograms. The university expects to send its lightweight CubeSat on a supply rocket destined for the International Space Station later this year. Unlike many CubeSats, Curtin's is the result of an intensive testing to understand the limits of the technology. How is the WI involved? The WI has facilitated the allocation of appropriate radio spectrum and channels for this research endeavour. The IARU the International Amateur Radio Union has global responsibility for allocating the radio channels to be used for experimental satellites. 
The WI is a member of the IRU and is the only Australian National Association of Radio Amateurs recognised by the IARU. The WI was contacted by Curtin University to approach the IARU on its behalf to seek approval for the appropriate RF allocations and emission modes for their satellite. The WI has been successful in gaining that approval, which has passed on to the ACMA a few days ago. The satellite will operate in the 70 centimetre band. Until next time, this is Greg VK2GPK on behalf of the WI board. Thanks, Greg. Apologies now for so little info on the following items, but in short, WIA office is open for non-essential visitations only, and those people must telephone ahead. WIA QSL Bureau is taking a break from operations. WIA poll result showed almost 60% of preferences were for option one, which would allow any operator to have any three-letter call sign. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. From Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. Coronavirus news. How is the IARU adjusting to COVID-19? Don Beatty, Golf 3 Bravo Juliet, provides an update on how the IARU is dealing as of the 19th of March with the restrictions now in place to slow the spread of COVID-19. On the IARU Region 1 website, he writes that the ITU has cancelled some meetings, postponed others and converted still others into e-meetings with no in-person dimension. ITU headquarters in Geneva is not accessible to visitors until the 17th of April at the earliest. The largest amateur radio gathering in Europe, Ham Radio in Friedrichshafen, Germany, is still scheduled for the 26th to 28th of June and plans are going forward for a two-part IARU stand, including a dedicated one for youth. Whether the event will take place is still unknown at this time. The IARU Region 1 Executive Committee was scheduled to meet on the 17th to the 19th of April. A series of virtual meetings will be held instead. IARU Region 2 was planning workshops on emergency communications and satellite communications in Trinidad and Tobago on the 30th and 31st of May, but has announced that the workshops will be held online instead. Interest and registrations have surged since that announcement. These workshops will be held in English, but preparations are underway for workshops in Spanish to be held later. To Spain, a truly great initiative of Spain's URE makes their magazine PDF freely available. Spain's National Amateur Radio Society is making the PDF of the April edition of their magazine Radio Aficionados available to all. Following a royal decree on the 14th of March, the postal service in Spain has been suspended, making it impossible for the URE to distribute the paper edition of the magazine. In response, the URE has decided to make the magazine PDF freely available. Hot on URE's offer comes news that the CQ magazine will offer free issues. 
in view of the stay-at-home and flatten-the-curve recommendations from the health experts during the worldwide pandemic, CQ would like to give everyone the opportunity to escape the C-19 news alerts for a brief period and enjoy the hobby they love through the pages of CQ. View the March and April issues of CQ magazine at no charge. It's easy. Simply send an email to freeissues at cqamateurradio.com and they'll send you the March issue now and the April issue on April the 1st. To take advantage of this opportunity and to read CQ free of charge and keep connected with the latest trends and activities in amateur radio. Stay home and stay well. To the USA, Louisiana ham fined $18,000 by FCC. An amateur radio operator faces this fine in the latest enforcement action by the FCC. FCC ordered the $18,000 forfeiture for what the Bureau said is an intentional interference with a local repeater. The Bureau said that the resident is in violation of Section 333 of the Communications Act of 1934. Agents are claiming he caused interference using digital noise and also failed to identify himself by giving his call sign. Who among us hasn't experienced the frustration of RFI? Well, now you can add the Seattle Police Department to that roster. When Washington's State Department of Transportation opened its new tunnel on State Route 99, the tunnel was heralded as a long-awaited remedy to the snarl of downtown Seattle's traffic. Little did Seattle officials know that other unwanted traffic was waiting, specifically on the radios of some of the city's police officers. It was RFI, which, according to accounts in local media, at times reduced everything to static or scrambled signals for some officers. Those members of the force said it hampered their ability. The city of Seattle sent staffers out to pin down the source of the interference. According to a report on the KTTH talk radio website, the interference was eventually traced to the tunnel itself, which was built with an array of high-tech safety and operating features. Transportation officials have described the project as, quote, one of the smartest tunnels ever built, end quote. Apparently it just wasn't smart enough to solve the mystery on its own, perhaps tunnel vision. To the UK, in another great initiative, the RSGB launches coronavirus updates page. The RSGB has launched a new coronavirus updates webpage to serve their, and I guess all, radio amateurs. The society tweeted... These are challenging times. However, licensed radio amateurs have a great way of keeping in touch across the world. RSGB has launched a new coronavirus updates page, bringing together some positive ideas as well as our important announcements. Weird and wonderful. Taking out the international scene, I'm Jason VK2LAW, and in breaking news, telecommunications experts are researching ways to make communications safer in these uncertain times. With this, be it weird and wonderful, here's Graham VK4BB. And weird and wonderful it certainly is, Jason. Currently, it's said that under test is the bandwidth of single sideband contacts and how narrow can bandwidth be made before the limits of social distancing come into force. Some researchers are uncertain if 25 or 12.5 kHz is safe, while others have found that 6.25 kHz is safe enough, while 3.125 kHz comes dangerously close to the unsafe limit.
We've reported, you decide just how silly that was. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1 WIA. Ham Radio Operational News, it's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK for FUQ. Contest rules changes. As a result of the UK's government recent advice on social distancing, the RSGB HF contest and VHF contest committees have decided, sensibly, that with immediate effect, and until the end of June 2020, they will no longer accept multi-operator contest entries for any RSGB contest. Single operator entries from shared stations will also not be accepted, unless the station is being shared by family members living at the same postal address. In early June, they will decide if the IOTA contest and other events can go ahead as planned. IOTA contests. Field days bring radio amateurs together and therefore represent an environment where social distancing is difficult to achieve. We must recognise that many radio amateurs are in the older, higher risk age groups. IAAU asked national societies, which promote field days and multi operator contests, to reconsider their position on these events for the next few months of 2020. Field days are essentially team contests, so IAAU will not sponsor the Region 1 HFCW Field Day in June. It is a matter for national societies to decide whether and how they continue with their national field day events. IAAU Region 1 believes more generally that multi-operator contests are not consistent with the principle of social distancing and should not be promoted at this time, as mentioned in my earlier RSGB item. Single operator contests, however, remain a great way for those forced to stay at home to enjoy the magic of amateur radio. AMNCW on Anzac Day, 25th of April 2020. While news is coming in about Anzac Day ceremonies in 2020 sensibly being cancelled to restrict the spread of COVID-19 and to protect veterans' health, one event will be going ahead regardless as it meets all the requirements for social distancing while still honouring all who have served both fallen and alive. The AMNCW and Anzac Day event will again take place to the air for the ninth year to honour those modes used by service personnel in earlier wars. And don't forget this nice thought for Anzac Day 2020 from RSL Queensland. At 6am on the 25th of April, householders to walk to the end of their driveway for two minutes silence. If you're in an apartment block and that driver is seeing too many other people, stand on your balcony. The weekend of March 28 29 sees the CQ Worldwide WPX contest for amateurs worldwide to contact as many amateurs and prefixes as possible during the contest using the SSB mode. Harrow Angel Sprint, Saturday, May 2nd, 2020. 10 hours to 11.46 UTC. May 30-31, the CQ Worldwide WPX contest for amateurs worldwide to contact as many amateurs and prefixes as possible during the contest using CW. The VK Shires, the June long weekend, which is a weekend prior to the second Monday of June this year, making June 6 and 7 in 2020. IAAU World Championship, July 13-14. Trans-Tasman Lebanon Contest. Next contest, 17 July 2020, and has the aim of encouraging Lebanon activity between VK and ZL on 160, 80 and 40 metres, using SSB, CW and RD or PSK. RD or Remembrance Day Contest will be August 15-16. Oceania Contest. Voice from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 3 to 0800 hours UTC Sunday October 4. CW from 0800 hours UTC Saturday October 10, 
Four award periods each for three months starting in January of each calendar year and two categories in the contest. Most Wanted and Top 5. Top 5, you try and work the five Most Wanted DXCC entities and the Most Wanted, you work the Most Wanted DXCC entity. The DX entities in play are those Most Wanted during the three-month windows. All major Australian contests, rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. And with a thud, we close the DX window. Due to travel restrictions around the world changing daily, no de-exhibition or similar news will be propagated. When the situation changes, and I have no doubt it will, we'll open the DX window again. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in Ingham. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. Time now to catch up with the latest in worldwide special interest group news. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV. And the lead story this week comes from WIA ARDF coordinator Jack, VK3WW. With all the local and international ham-related events being postponed or even cancelled, ARDF has also been affected. IARU Region 1 have advised that the 20th IARU World ARDF Championships that were planned to be held in Zlatibor, Serbia in August and September 2020 are to either be postponed or cancelled. Chairman of the IARU Region 1 Working Group has advised ARDF coordinators from all the IARU member societies with some suggestions for them to consider. In local news, this week it was announced that the Serg Hamfest and Australian Fox Hunting Championships to be held in Mount Gambier, South Australia over the Queen's Birthday long weekend in June 2020 have also been cancelled. This is a shame, for the Serg Hamfest and Fox Hunts are one of the longest continuously running hamfests in Australia. Local orienteering events are also cancelled for the time being. Although they are not ham radio events, here in VK3 most of the Victorian ARDF group events are run in conjunction with orienteering events. So, without orienteering, we will probably have to cancel any proposed events. I do hope you're all staying safe and self-isolating as much as you can. As mentioned on the WI News before... It is a good time to get some shack jobs done or even antenna work happening. Personally, I've been in the workshop working on a new ARDF antenna design and finishing off a few ARDF GPS lock start clocks. As a side project, I'm also working on getting my HF trap dipole back up in the air. Huh? This has been Jack, VK3, WWW, the WIA ARDF coordinator. Thanks, Jack. And I remind those of the APRS story from Indonesia that our editor, VK4BB, brought us at the top of the cast that the amateur radio satellite LAPAN A2 using APRS on 145.825 and the text message it is sending saying simply, 
Stay healthy. Stay at home. Hashtag Lawan Corona. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, ATV. So many proactive groups helping us through this period, and one is the BATC. An announcement from them says, in order to support the worldwide amateur radio community during the COVID-19 virus pandemic, BATC is offering free use of the BATC video streaming service and chat facility to any radio club or group of radio amateurs, which can be viewed using a standard browser on any device, including mobiles and tablets. This will enable clubs to hold virtual meetings with HD video and audio streaming and a membership chat window for real-time feedback and discussion. To enable this, they're offering a free one-year cyber membership to any radio club or group of radio amateurs. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Females in Radio Women radio hams, majority in Labre MA Board, Labre MA Amateur Radio Society in Brazil, has announced its new board, the majority of whom are women. A translation of the announcement on the Labre site reads, I don't remember seeing a board with its majority formed from YLs. Congratulations and best wishes for success. Visit the website labre-ma.org.br where you'll find all the directors. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, official QR100 international emergency frequency in order to coordinate potential emergency communications in this troubled time, a frequency has been assigned as the international emergency frequency on the QO100 geostationary satellite narrowband transponder QO100 international emergency frequency downlink, which is 10489.860 MHz. Uplink 2400.360 MHz SSB channel, maximum 2.7 kHz bandwidth. All users on QO100 are encouraged to monitor this frequency, but keep it clear for emergency traffic. Students at a number of universities in the United States have received word recently that their CubeSats were selected among the 18 approved by NASA for launch in the next few years. The design teams are at the University of Alabama, Tuscaloosa, Rice University in Houston, Dartmouth College, the University of California, Berkeley, the University of Florida and Massachusetts Institute of Technology. The Tuscaloosa project, known as BAMA-1, will test so-called drag sails that are capable of taking small satellites out of orbit a benefit when spacecraft want to leave orbit easily and reduce the risk of becoming space debris that could collide with other spacecraft. The Rice University CubeSat will analyse the relationship between solar activity and the Earth's lower atmosphere. The CubeSat from MIT and the University of Florida will send and receive laser communications as a way of helping create future communication relays and satellite constellations. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. In the USA, the pandemic has reaffirmed the need for a special net created 18 years ago. Kevin Trotman, N5PRE, explains. Created in 2002, the Georgia Hospital Net connects about 40 hospitals in the state, along with nursing homes, and operators are ready to respond in a crisis. But even Hurricane Matthew, the most powerful storm of the 2016 Atlantic hurricane season, was nothing compared to the COVID-19 pandemic and its attendant concerns. According to the hospital net's manager, Stephen Jonas, K4SDJ, 
Hams activated the net on the 13th of March after the section emergency coordinator said there was a need for a welfare net. Stephen told Newsline that just hours later, 56 operators checked into the 80-meter net that was activated, covering the whole state of Georgia. Information was passed on the status of water, power, landline and cell phone service, as well as Internet, schools, government services, and area businesses. 66 operators had checked in, providing updates with the previous night's information. With monthly nets on the first Sunday of each month, both on D-Star and HF, the HAMS and the hospitals have been ready for their role in passing traffic along the information chain. This is, however, no longer a drill. As Stephen told Newsline, quote, It is giving them an awareness of the conditions around the state and the direction the pandemic is going, end quote. For Amateur Radio Newsline, I'm Kevin Trotman, N5PRE. Thanks, Kevin. Special Interest Group's SDR, and there's good news for fans of software-defined radio. SDR's advanced technology has driven the expansion of the market, where it's expected to be worth $39.6 billion U.S. dollars within the next seven years. That's a compound annual growth rate of 8.7% between now and 2027. Hams aren't the only ones capitalising on the radio's usefulness for long-range communications. SDR is expected to grow for military use in the United States, South Korea, here in Australia, along with Japan and Germany, as defence technologies around the world continue to modernise. There's also growth in more commercial usage. According to a report in Globe Newswire, SDR is being seen as the basis for digital TV, video streaming and commercial radio broadcasts, and a number of 5G mobile network trials being conducted between 3.5 GHz and 25 GHz are also making use of SDR. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Yota. The first ever IARU Region 3, which is our own Asia-Pacific area, Youngsters on the Air Camp, due to take place in Thailand in October this year, has been cancelled due to COVID-19. The Radio Amateur Society of Thailand, RAST, sponsors of the event, would also like to remind everyone that amateur radio is a great hobby, because we can operate our radios without having to leave the safety of our homes, which no doubt will be likely happening more often. That's it for Worldwide Special Interest Group News for this week. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Until next time, take care of you and yours and stay safe. This is VK1WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au 2020 Social Scene. Due to the COVID-19 situation and all, repeat, all social gatherings can for the time being, we will not publish any existing ham gatherings due to take place before a November date. However, please check any event you may be interested in direct for up-to-date status information. As soon as you are aware that your event is going to go ahead, get new details into national news at wia.org.au. So again, at this point of time, assume all gatherings postponed or off until November 2020, when the only one we have in our calendar is the VK7 Biennial Hamfest. Hi, this is Shirley, VK5YL, on behalf of Alara. Due to the current situation with the coronavirus, and after careful consideration on the recommendation of the Alara Meet Committee, have reluctantly come to the conclusion 
that we should postpone the 2020 Alara meet until 2021. We realise that it is still too early to know the real outcome, but some information advises that the coronavirus may still be around until August, and given the average age of our attendees, we think that many of them will still be reluctant to travel by early October. So, we have rebooked the Shamrock Hotel for October the 1st through to the 4th, 2021, and very much hope that you will join us then. If you have booked accommodation with the Shamrock, you might want to check with them and possibly rebook for next year. They are not charging for cancellations and rebookings. We apologise for any inconvenience that this may have caused and look forward to catching up with you in 2021. Please stay safe and healthy. 33. Shirley, BK5YL, Vice President of Alara. Thanks, Shirley. So due to the COVID-19 situation, please check these following events direct for up-to-date status information. Again, it's VK7, the VK7 Biennial Ham Fest in November, and Alara Meet 2021 in Bendigo, October 1 through October 4, 2021. Now, until next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly and stay safe. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.